0: Welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast in which we talk about every episode of Degrassi The Next Generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're
1: talking about Season 2, Episode 11, Don't Believe the Hype. And Kelsey, can you read us the YouTube summary for this episode?
0: I sure can. It is, Hazel faces an identity crisis during International Day at Degrassi. She feels ashamed of her background, leading her to lie about her ethnicity, But Hazel ends up even more confused when lying doesn't make her feel any better about it. I mean, that's fine. They leave out the B story, but who cares?
1: Yeah, B story was boring. A story was problematic. (laughs) Um, Yeah, whatever. Um, But the title of the episode, Don't Believe the Hype, is a public enemy song that was released in 1988. Very political song. Public Enemy was a very political group. That's all I really got.
0: Cool. Nailed it. You guys, this episode is not the best. <laughs> um, So we're just going gonna to really hash it out. I don't think this will be a long app. Sorry. So we start off... Actually, we do start off with something exciting because we start off with the invention of the fashion police, which is how we got the name of our dumb segment.
1: However... I forgot that this is how it originated, and it originated, and it originated in a very racist way.
0: Yeah, it's not great. It's just, it's real, real, real bad. Just, oof. But that kind of sums up most of this episode. It was just, ah, uh, I made a lot of like, no noises during it because uh, it's bad. It's sexist. It's racist. Terry is super ignorant for, like, reasons that I don't fully understand how that happened. It's it's all bad.
1: Yeah. So the episode starts um, with Hazel walking over and accusing Terry of a fashion crime and gives her, like, a fashion police slip for her awful outfit. And I, I already don't even remember what it was.
0: I just remember that it was, like, kind of the exact opposite of what Hazel was wearing like in like it like color-wise, like they looked like they were like really complimenting each other. It was really funny.
1: (laughs) Whatever. Um, and then once this happens, then or actually, I think Hazel's the one who gives her the fashion slip. And then Hazel's like, wait, Paige, you need the fashion slip for starting the school, you're off with a mullet. And they like have a little funny conversation. But then Farisa walks by who is wearing a hijab and Hazel goes out of her way to give Farisa a fashion crime slip and calling her out for wearing something in, and I quote terrorist chic. Yeah. And it's so offensive. And even Paige is like, um, Hazel, you know, when I'm offended that you've crossed a line and Hazel's like, What? Like, but do you see what she's wearing? It's awful. And then the theme song starts.
0: So two things about that. First of all, Hazel starts it, but Terry hops right in with a, do you think they're bald under there? Which, Terry, who are you? And Ashley's the only person who's like, what is wrong with you people? Because... (laughs) For, like, just every once in a while, Ashley is, like, a decent human and, like, not just, like, a person to roll my eyes at. I'm like, thank God Ashley is here. Um, Which is never a sentence I've said. <laughs> um And, ugh, terrorist chic, I can't handle that. And it's just... And also, she literally says that she was asking for it based on what she's wearing, which is, like, oh, just everything's coming full circle.
1: It's terrible. But... Then we learn that it's the grade nines have like a cultural appreciation day happening. And it's like part of their grade, like the participation is part of their grades. And we find out a little bit about everyone's culture, even though Spinner does not seem to believe that he has one. And Mr. Simpson has to remind him that no Spinner, everybody has a culture. (laughs) You need to figure this out.
0: I mean, he is just kind of like generic white, though. Like, I get it.
1: Which we then do later learn, because he makes a pizza with, like, toppings that represent all of his cultures, and it's, like, Italian and German and some other white nationality.
0: It's exclusively sausages, like, from different (laughs) countries, and also Chinese water chestnuts, and also he didn't cook the pizza. Spinner's a fucking mess.
1: I did like how he had the Chinese water chestnuts to honor his, like, adopted sister Kendra, though. I thought that was sweet.
0: It was very sweet. But he's still dumb for not knowing that you have to cook pizza.
1: That's I'm just saying. Um, but anyway. They're in class and Hazel's like, What if we don't do it at all? And Mr. Simpson's like, Um, participation is ten percent of your grade, so you should probably just do it. And Paige is like, Have you not started yet? What's going on? What are you doing? Why haven't I been to your house also?
0: yeah she like bombards her with a lot of questions but like that's fair and then she's like I thought we were best friends like if we're best friends why haven't I met your parents which is kind of like a boyfriend thing but okay but I mean also that's fair like it's weird that like they're best friends and she hasn't been to her house like that's weird
1: yeah for sure but then from there I think we hop over to the grade 8 B story and they are in a sewing class i mean it's i mean it's probably some kind of home ec but it seems like it's exclusively a sewing like a seamstress class and their latest assignment was to make pillows and jt is amazing at sewing and creating things and liberty's awful can we just knock this b story out because i think we can sum it up pretty quickly
0: yes we can it's a shit show i mean it's why do they all hate sewing so much It's really not that hard. It can be fun. They all fucking hate sewing. And also, Sean calls him gay tea. Everything about this storyline is offensive and sexist and somehow still very boring.
1: I was so disappointed in Sean when he called JT gay T when he was holding the, like, perfect pillow. But then JT's like, oh, no, this isn't mine. This is Liberty's. And he, like, claims Liberty's awful pillow. And accepts a D because he doesn't want to be seen as good at sewing, which is so fucking stupid.
0: I just wrote down, masculinity is so fragile. <laughs> True
1: life. But
0: so then they, like,
1: get assigned a skirt assignment. And Liberty basically blackmails JT into helping her. Um, or else she's going to tell all the guys that he's really good at sewing. And so he helps her, and and he, like, reveals that he's good at sewing because his mom is a seamstress or something along those lines. And then later in class, JT, like, has to turn in a shitty makeup pillow that Liberty made, and Liberty is, like, wearing this perfect skirt that JT made. And while she's being complimented endlessly on the skirt, the teacher's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is perfect. This is great. And then Liberty gets guilty, and it's like, wait, JT made this. Uh, if you check the blood on his pillow, you will see that it is mine.
0: Forensic, sir. Which, gross. I mean, he's not going to do that. It's, like, she's, she's just so dramatic. I don't know. I just, like, I hate this storyline. And, yeah, so she, like, totally rats him out, and he's pissed because... I mean, it's even though it's stupid, she shouldn't have ratted him out. She should have just let him live his dumb life. (laughs) Whatever, who gives a shit? Just accept your A. If you were a better, like, brown noser, you would have just accepted your A and like felt weird and guilty about it and just went on with your life, Paris Geller style. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but
1: then after class, the guys are like making fun of JT in the hallway. being good at sewing but then emma and manny come over and they're like jt we really liked your skirt can you make them for us like we'll pay you for it and then the guys are like wait what oh my god and then of course jt finds a way to make it pervy and is like okay well i'm gonna have to measure you ladies and then like walks off with them along the hallway and like smiles
0: yeah i i also wrote down of course jt makes it gross (laughs) like
1: but yeah that's that storyline so then back to culture day, everyone's, like, making their projects. And and later on in the hallway, Paige is like, like, Hazel, like, do you want me to help? I've already finished my project. I made my costume. It's, like, traditional Ukrainian garb, although, of course, I made some updates because she's Paige. And she's like, do you want me to help you? Like, why, like, why are you freaking out about this? Like, you... Are you, you're gonna bring like jerk chicken or something? And Hazel's like, I mean, I eat that all the time. Why would I bring it? And then Paige is like, um, because you're Jamaican, right? And then Hazel's like, Oh yeah, sure, Jamaican. And then this awful like island music starts playing, and it's just kind of all very uncomfortable. That a Paige just assumes that Hazel is Jamaican, <laughs> and then that Hazel's like just like claims Jamaica.
0: It's all offensive. Even the background music is offensive. I hate it. I just hate it so much. But, you know, can we do Fashion Police because I really want to talk about the outfits. Um, so at the beginning, I really hate um Paige's orange and white like peasant top thing. It's bad. Um and I also hate um Hazel's uh pink and white like track jacket shirt. It's confusing. Neither of them should be giving out fashion police, like, arrests wearing either of those outfits. I
1: agree. And then on the actual, like, cultural day, Spinner is wearing a crazy hat that I don't know, like, what origin that is from. And Paige's Ukrainian outfit is very, very Page, and I kind of like it.
0: I really like it. <laughs> I'm like, can I be that for Halloween? Cool. I'm really into it. Um, Also... Uh like Hazel's Jamaican outfit is weird and offensive. And um I like Paige's flower crown from her Ukrainian outfit. It's very like Coachella pre coachella. We're proud of her. She's a fashion starter. Um and JT later on is wearing this shirt that looks like something that my dad would buy at like Like, it's like a fancy, it looks like a shirt that my dad would wear that's like a fancy shirt, but it's secretly, like, covered in fish and, like, fishing rods and stuff. He'd get it at, like, Eddie Bauer or something.
1: Yeah. And Mr. Radich is wearing a a kilt at culture day, which I didn't really want to see his knees, but okay. And also, at one point, JT's wearing, like, a blue puka shell necklace. It's, like, dyed blue, and it matches one of his shirts.
0: Uh, I didn't think that Liberty skirt that JT made was so great. (laughs) Also, I really like that she was like, so the skirt has to be plaid, which is like, of course it has to be plaid, but it's just got plaid pockets and they're pink plaid. I just, mm, I don't like like overtly colored plaid. I think it's cheesy.
1: Yeah. I'm not a fan.
0: Those are all the notes I have. Same. Um, let's move on. So then.
1: Before the culture day, Hazel goes to the mall and, like, goes to her her regular, like, Jamaican restaurant place and tells the guy that she's doing a geography project on Jamaica. And she wants to bring in jerk chicken as extra credit. And so then he also gives her a poster and is like, I'm going to cut you a deal because you're one of my greatest customers. And so she gets jerk chicken. She pretends to be Jamaican at the culture day. And she, yeah, her she's wearing like an awful like Rastafarian beanie and like with two little braids in front of her face with three ponytails in each braid that represent the colors of the of Jamaica <laughs> or of is it Jamaica or like the Rastafarian movement?
0: I literally have no idea, and I'm afraid to be offensive, so <laughs> I'm not gonna make a guess. But it's it's just terrible it's terrible also why is the store owner so like willing to help out this girl who sometimes buys goat from him also goat Uh, i have no nothing else to say except uh, goat i don't know that doesn't weird me out as much although i don't think i've ever eaten
1: goat but like how different is it than like lamb or like any other kind of animal that we eat (laughs)
0: I also don't eat lamb, so that might that might be a part of my, <laughs> I, I don't really do, I don't know what the kind of meat that, is. is that red meat? Does that count as red meat? I think so. Lamb is really good, but
1: whatever. Let's not get hung up on the meat <laughs> because we don't want to talk about the larger issues that are trying to be tackled in this episode. Are they though? <laughs> I said trying. <laughs> Um, but so they all go to lunch, and they come back and they see that Farisa's project on Iraq has been defaced, and someone has spray painted the word terrorist on it. So after the hate crime that has been committed, the all the kids are being like on lockdown. They're trying to get the to the bottom of who did this, and then and then it's just like a weird montage of everybody talking about this with their teachers and it's so uncomfortable
0: it's it's a lot it's just it's just a lot and i don't know and they all keep pronouncing things wrong and it's like i don't know it's just all i mean i like i i want first of all the background music was way too loud it was like aggressively loud like just too much. And they're all having these discussions and some of them are saying good things, but mostly it's like a little offensive and it's like, and I like it in like conception. Like I like the idea of them all having this conversation, but I feel like it just wasn't executed well, it wasn't taken the right way. I don't know. i it's, it's just a bummer. It just, it's just a bummer. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It's a major bummer. And yeah, like, I I understand what they're trying to do, but also it's 2002. This was released, like, a little bit over a year after 9-11, and I feel like it just wasn't informed enough to try to have this kind of, like, race relations conversation, and it was too big of an issue for Degrassi to take on, and... It just made me very uncomfortable.
0: Especially at this stage and especially based on like the writers of the show who, I I mean, you just looked it up, but even going into it, I would assume there were not a ton of people of color or like Muslim people or anything like that. I'm willing to bet it was white dudes.
1: Yeah, I looked it up. The writer was James Hurst. I don't know that much about him, but I looked him up on Wikipedia and I d do, he does not look like a person of color. Um, but yeah, it just seems like <laughs> I I don't wanna like I don't know if I can say this, but it seems like the arrogance of a white dude to say like, oh yeah, like we'll do one episode about racism and it'll it'll <laughs> we'll check that off the list. And it's it's like too complicated of an issue to a tackle on a sh- like a middle school show and be in like one episode because like this issue does not really come up again for at least for a while. And it's just like it's there. They set their sights too high on the issue of the week. And I understand they were trying to be like, yeah, be proud of who you are. We're having a cultural diversity day where we're supposed to be celebrating everybody. And it's bad to be racist, but it's like it's it's not that simple of an issue, and I was not that well executed.
0: it really wasn't i'm although when all right, so at the end of their like this weird like montage of them having a conversation um when half the people are like super offensive um yeah i I just i don't oh whatever, like when did Terry get to be so ignorant, whatever, fine. But then Hazel gets called into the office by Mr. Radich. And Paige looks very worried when Terry asks her what's going on. Um, and Hazel's in there and they're basically fighting. And she's like she's like mad that um, the other girl ratted her out. And he's like, you know, this is not her fault. Like you're the one being an asshole. And he actually like makes some really solid points. Like he handles it really well.
1: Yeah, so then they're in there because uh, Farisa has told Mr. Radich that Hazel's kind of been bullying her a little bit and been saying hurtful things and, like, racist things to her. So he suspects that Hazel is the one who's defaced her project, but then while they're in the office, he gets a phone call, and they've found out that, like, two grade 10 boys were responsible for the thing. And Hazel's just like, I told you I didn't do it. But Mr. Radich says something, like, very... Insightful and helpful, which is kind of surprising for Mister. Adage because he doesn't usually contribute that kind of wisdom. But he's he says to Hazel that, um, like, racism starts with the words and with like hurtful words that and stuff that you have said to her. And then he turns around and like apologizes to Farisa that this has happened to her. And I thought it was he handled the
0: situation very well. You know, I I like internal applauded for him because i was like good you actually you're the only person on the show that did a good job today everyone else was kind of garbage i mean because even though like the other teachers although queen Quan was only in it for like a second and same with coach armstrong but like and i and i always want to believe the best of mr simpson but he did say yaman so who the fuck knows at this point fuck everybody i literally wrote down in my notes yaman Fuck everybody, because I'm unsick of it. I hate this episode.
1: Yeah, I think they did, again, the writers did not utilize their actors of color, like their teachers. Like, Mr. Armstrong and Queen Kwan could have helped, like, guide the conversations a little bit more from, like, personal experience. But, no, Mr. Simpson was the most prominently featured teacher in that weird montage.
0: That's a really good point. And also like what the fuck? like what does this even have to do with media immersion? Like, why is he relevant? Like, okay, I understand like and not having anything to do with math either. But they could definitely at least tie it into like fucking literature or English or something. I mean, I
1: think they were in the classrooms they were in because that's like the class they would have been in at that time of day. And yeah. they were like class they were like, classes aren't continuing because we're gonna figure this out. And they were like just with their designated teachers. But yeah. It was not great. So then after Mr. Adich um, finds out who does everything, uh, Frisa and Hazel are in the hallway. And Hazel um, pulls Frisa aside and says, Earlier you said my name. My last name, Aden, sounded Somalian. That's because it is. I am Somalian. And then she goes into a story about how she was, like, severely bullied at her old school and how two girls, like, beat her up basically and called her a terrorist. And then Frieza comes back with, Well, you sure learned from them, didn't you?
0: Burn. And true. And I have a few questions about that. Um so first of all, I just love that Hazel was like, It's because I am Somalian. And Frieza's like, Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> duh, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Um but also, okay, So, presumably, since the show started in 2001, the show started pre-9-11, right? Or, like, immediately post, either way, like, around 9-11, either pre or, like, very soon after, and Hazel has been on the show since, like, early season one. So, I mean, when was she at this other school? how long I just, I'm wondering about the logistics and I'm like, well, maybe it's like people started getting like weird about that because of like desert storm. But I feel like that's like 10 years before this and like all the Islamophobia like died down. Granted in 2001, I was Ten, So it's not like I was super aware. But, you know, I don't know.
1: That is a very good point. Um, the first episode of season one aired in October of 2001. So it was post 9-11 when it started, but probably pre when they were filming. But Hazel's first appearance isn't until... I think it's Rumors and Reputations. Yeah, Yeah, Rumors and Reputations, which came out in January 2002. So, like, maybe we can assume she transferred in the middle of last year, but I don't know. But, yeah, not great with the timelines because I can't imagine a, like, 13-year-old knowing what Desert Storm was in 2001 even.
0: That's true. I mean, I, I actually kind of have, like, vague memories because my dad is a crazy person. um, And I I just remember, like, him, like, as, I remember us watching, and I was, like, a child, like, little teeny tiny baby, and us watching the news and him telling me about terrorism. Like, it's a weird memory that I have, and I was, like, definitely way too small to, like, remember this conversation properly, but it was weird. Um, But I do think that...
1: Like the Islamophobia that we know of today, that is, that we think of today, definitely is something that started post 9 11. That's been like more prominent in our culture.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess we can assume that she transferred sometime after 9 11 if she didn't show up until January 2002. I mean, if her like parents worked quickly like sort of get her out of there which is super fair so I mean I guess I guess that makes sense I'll give them that
1: yeah I could see her transferring in the middle of the year because something like that happened but anyway they have that conversation Marisa is not taking any of Hazel's shit and then the next day Hazel comes into class and um Mr. Simpson's like um before we do anything today Hazel has something to show us and Hazel gives this presentation about Somalia and how she's been lying to everybody about her heritage and that she's actually from Somalia. She was born there and her mom and her came over when she was little to escape the civil war. And then her dad came later because he was fighting in the war. And then she shows photos of her like at mosque in her own hijab or headscarf. I think is hijab like a universal term for that. I don't want to offend anybody
0: uh hijab is the headscarf um it's it's it, it's kind of like it's the specific item of clothing it's the that length like it's not like a full burqa you know.
1: right so and then terry asks <laughs> is like um farisa wears her headscarf thingy uh to school but why don't you wear it and it's again like oh god terry
0: yeah, why did they make Terry this way? Just for this episode, they made her like w- weird, culturally ignorant human who does not fit in to the rest of her lifestyle choices. Like she's, I mean, she's not like, her character isn't like a genius cultured person, but she isn't like, th- I feel like they just dumped her down so much. It's like Manny in the last episode, except like with cultural ignorance,
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably worse. Um, and then and then Hazel explains like uh wearing a hijab full time is like a very personal decision that not everybody feels brave enough to make. And she and Farisa share like a little like knowing nod, and it's kind of like I think she's like earned a tiny sliver of respect back from Farisa but probably not all the way. But then Hazel gives this presentation, and she finally tells everybody who she really is and finally owns, like, her culture. And she's not ashamed of it anymore. And then the episode ends.
0: Yay, Hazel. I don't know. Like, I just... There's... I just... I hate this episode. There's, like, just no... The fact that they tried to make it seem like there was gross in this in the 22 minutes of this episode is fucking ridiculous and offensive (laughs) and hate it.
1: Yeah, I wasn't a fan. So ship, is there even a ship? Maybe JT and Liberty because they have like there was a one moment moment where Liberty like puts her arm around JT and they're walking and he like pulls her arm off. And I thought that was kind of funny.
0: Um, I'm going to go with Paige and Spinner, because they had, like, a fun interaction in the hallway. It was funny. I liked it. So, I guess them.
1: Okay, I changed my answer to them, because they're a much better option. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Spirit Squad captain of the episode? Farisa, obviously. Yeah, that's, yeah, definitely. She is proud of who she is from the beginning, and she doesn't
0: let hazel get away with being a fucking racist exactly it's it no she's awesome she kicks ass and then do we ever see her again i don't know i don't think so
1: which is also awful that it's like we brought in this one girl who wears a headscarf for this episode to serve this purpose and
0: then we'll probably never see her again it's a party it's nonstop. it's a good time um But, you know, fine, whatever. Uh, And then moral of the episode is don't be an ignorant asshole.
1: Be proud of who you are is, I think, definitely what they were going for. Like, JT, be proud of who you are. You're good at sewing. Hazel, be proud of who you are. You're Somalian. It's a cultural appreciation day. We're supposed to, like, be celebrating our cultures and to not be racist. That's, Yeah.
0: We talk about how much I fucking hate that that's the moral of this episode is to, like, be true to yourself when it's, like, an episode dedicated exclusively to Islamophobia. (laughs) Like, and the message is be true to your heart and your identity. Like, fuck everything.
1: Yeah, it's not great. That's definitely the moral that they were pushing, but it should be, like, you know, let's just, let's push harder to be more accepting of other people's cultures. You know? It's not... Like, it would have probably been better if, like... Haz- if, like, it wasn't Hazel who was the one bullying her. And then, like, someone, like, learned their lesson. that like, oh, no, Islamophobia is bad. Stop being an asshole. Just because, like... You've been conditioned into thinking this is a bad thing. I don't know. It was it would have been bad no matter what. I don't know what I'm talking about. Degrassi, you you were not big enough to take on this big issue.
0: It's a bummer. Let's just get as far away from this episode as possible. Um, we have a few uh entries for the grapevine. Um, we got another email from Thomas, who is uh basically our one-man hype team like if you look at our twitter like bro's all over the place so we got an email from thomas um it's just hey i'm your number one fan i love you guys i listen to you every day please never stop your pod this isn't a question i guess you could call it a thank you letter and thanks for helping me get through the day and it sounds like I'm just congratulating myself, but it was just really sweet, and I wanted to, like, shout out Thomas and thank him specifically. And if you guys want to email us, you can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. And we have two tweets. We've got two tweets for you. Um, We have another tweet from Jay, and then we have another tweet from Trisha.
1: So we just got, actually, a direct message from Jay, uh, Jay Herdford, uh, who us in the last episode and he asked us in your opinion who are your favorite Degrassi characters I know
0: who yours is go ahead it's Ellie it's always Ellie it's Ellie with like Paige in second place it's Ellie quickly followed by Paige um and then I have hard eyes for Craig but it's it, overall it's Ellie followed by Paige
1: I think Paige is my number one mm-hmm. and obviously I have hard eyes for Sean Um, but like, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. I was going to try to like go for like, but like entertainment wise, like most like dramatic person who I enjoy watching would probably be Manny because eventually she gets fucking bananas. But yeah, page number one full life. Oh, and I love Marco too.
0: I don't know. I love everybody. I know, but you got to just pick one.
1: I did. I did. I
0: picked one. It's Paige. Okay, okay. And then I'll just pick one. It's just Ellie. The end. And then we also got a tweet from Trisha um a little while ago. And she actually she had an interesting thing. She picked a song that she thinks works uh well for Degrassi. Um and she says, I don't know why, but the song reminds me of Degrassi, and that comes from uh at T B Trisha T E E. And the song is Boys Like You by Who Is Fancy, featuring Ariana Grande and Megan Traynor. Holland and I listened to the song. We totally see where you're coming from. We recommend that you guys listen to the song. Decide if you think that it has anything to do with Degrassi or like reminds you of it. Cause it's not like it's not like I listen to it and I'm like, This this would be like a Degrassi song, but it's like I like totally see where you're coming from with it.
1: Yeah, it's like a mood of Degrassi. I get it. It it works. But yeah, so if you want to tweet us any questions, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod on Twitter. And then I guess I'll jump into other various forums where you can find us. You can also find us on whatever it takes, on Tumblr. And we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, if you could rate and review us, that gets, helps get us noticed. And also if you want to subscribe, that also kind of bumps us up. And that'd be super cool.
0: And um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. And
1: you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular.
0: Um, and as far as things I'm gonna recommend go, um, the newest episode of Grey, not the newest episode, the newest season of Grey's Anatomy just came on Netflix, so that's all I'm gonna be doing with my time for a while. Sorry, not sorry.
1: I'm actually going to plug a show that's in its second season, but it's really freaking great. I'm going to plug Outlander because I need to watch the newest episode tonight and that just popped into my brain. But Outlander, it's on stars. It's really good. It's based on a book series that has like so many freaking books uh, that are also very good and it's really great and you should check it out.
0: All right. And that is it for us. Bye Panthers. Bye Panthers. Bye Panthers. <laughs>